Prostate Health, How to Save the Life of the Men in Your Life. I'm Mike Davis. Welcome to Access Health Radio. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about prostate health on Access Health Radio. And we'd like to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio. Thanks to Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping at costs that are often much lower than even the big box pharmacies. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. Dr. Forrest, if people would like more information after the show, uh, perhaps on today's topic, prostate health, or they want to find out more information about your practice in Apex, where can they find that? After the show, you can listen to an on-demand podcast at WPTF.com, and we will provide links to that on our landing page at AccessHealthRadio.com. If listeners want to send general non-emergent questions and possibly have their question answered on the show, they can go to our website at AccessHealthRadio.com, or they can like our Facebook page at AccessHealth. They can also send an email to AccessHealthRadio at gmail.com with their contact information. And if you'd like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, you can go to acchealth.com or call 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. Dr. Forrest is a board-certified family physician and the CEO of Access Healthcare in Apex. Dr. Forrest, I know our audience has heard about PSA tests and prostate cancer, but I understand you're going to give an overview of prostate health today and sort of simplify what can be a really complex topic. There really are a lot of confusing uh, areas uh, when it comes to prostate health and a lot of confusion, So, uh, and also about how to prevent prostate cancer. So today, I would like to answer some commonly asked questions and to give all of our listeners some information that they can use that might save the life of a man that they know, or maybe even themselves. So the prostate is a small gland in men. It's about the size of a walnut, also about that same shape. And this is the gland that produces seminal fluid. It typically gets larger as men get older, and it can cause three common medical problems. It can become enlarged, which is a condition known as benign prostatic hypertrophy. It can also become inflamed due to infection or other reasons, and that's called prostatitis. And lastly, and this is the one that's, you know, a concern to most people, is it's the most common non-skin cancer in men. Yeah, when you say the uh, C word, you get guys' attention. So are there things that men can do to keep their prostate healthy? There are not a lot of conclusive studies showing definitively that diet can prevent prostate cancer, but it does appear that certain things within a diet can lower your risk. Uh, An example would be eating a low-fat diet that's high in fruits and vegetables, where most of the fat in your diet is from plant fat rather than animal fat, appears to lower risk. There is a link to obesity and a worse prognosis with prostate cancer, so keeping your weight down can also be helpful. Exercising most days of the week also appears to lower risk. So-called prostate supplements have not been shown to prevent or treat any prostate disease. Well, that's good to know. It's time for our Access Health Tip of the Week. If there is one thing that you want to make sure to include in your diet 
to take care of your prostate, it would be omega-3 fat from things like fish and seafood. It probably has the best evidence so far for, for preventing prostate cancer since people that have diets high in omega-3s seem to have a lower instance of prostate cancer. So if you do not consume cold water fish like salmon on a regular basis, then you should consider supplementing your diet with omega-3 fatty acids. If you do, however, take a fish oil supplement, or something like this, make sure you get a reduced mercury purified form. That is good to know, Dr. Forrest. When we come back, we'll talk about specific prostate diseases and what you should know about them. With board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest, I'm Mike Davis. This is Access Health Radio. Prostate health, that's the topic today on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. He's also the CEO of Access Healthcare in Apex, and I'm Mike Davis. Dr. Forrest, tell us some about the common prostate diseases and what we need to know about them. First, the most common prostate problem is um, called benign prostatic hypertrophy, and it's really an enlarged prostate. And as men age, almost all men will have growth of their prostate. At a certain size, it can start to compress the normal outflow tract for urine and result in symptoms like having to go to the bathroom more frequently. And also, sometimes people have trouble with flow. Uh, the first symptom that most men will actually notice is that they'll have to start getting up more than once at night to go to the bathroom. And as this progresses, it can actually really interfere with sleep and can also lead to excessively frequent urination even during the day. There are two types of medication that can help enlarge prostate, and the first type helps with the flow symptoms and can also reduce having to get up at night so much. Those are called alpha blockers. One example of this type medication would be called Flomax, and the generic name for that is Tamsulosin. Now, these type medicines do not fix the enlarged prostate, but rather they help cover up the symptoms, but they are effective fairly quickly. On the other hand, the second type of medication actually reduces the size of the prostate by affecting an enzyme that hormonally affects the growth of your prostate. A common example of this type of medicine is called Avidart or Dutasteride. And these medications uh, actually do fix the problem because they halt the growth of the prostate and in some cases have actually been shown to decrease the chances of developing prostate cancer. And, you know, often people, though, that do get prostate cancer that are on these type medications have much more aggressive types. It had to have been a fairly aggressive cancer to have actually sort of gone through the suppression of these agents. But both of these medications are prescriptions. They are available as generics, which has helped bring the cost down. The bad news is that usually these need to be taken indefinitely. Um, so, you know, once you're pretty much started on one of these, unless you have surgery on your prostate, usually you have to stay on one of these medications. And we already mentioned this, but the last treatment for an enlarged prostate is surgery. Removing the prostate this way or parts of it can fix the problem, but often this surgery can have a lot of after effects. And that's what a lot of men have a problem with is that these prostate surgeries can lead to, you know, incontinence and leaking um, or some problems with erectile dysfunction. And so, you know, if you can avoid surgery, you want to, uh, but sometimes that's what's necessary for an enlarged prostate. Uh, Dr. Forrest, earlier you mentioned something called prostatitis. Uh, tell us more about that. 
Well, prostatitis is an inflammation or irritation of the prostate gland, and this can be caused by an infection with a bacteria, uh, most commonly probably E. coli, but sometimes an actual bacteria cannot be found and it's just inflamed. Uh, Many times antibiotics will be used uh, for this condition, which can have similar symptoms to an enlarged prostate, but typically uh, it comes on much quicker and the symptoms are much more severe, often with actually even some pain and really severe urgency where it feels like, you know, you absolutely have to go, you know, to the bathroom right then. And the antibiotic course a lot of times with prostatitis is much longer than for infections people are used to and can be for a month or more uh, treated often with medications called quinolones. Now, Dr. Forrest, I guess the next problem might be the one that people are most concerned about. How can men avoid prostate cancer or even cure it? Well, any discussion of prostate cancer has to include the PSA or prostate-specific antigen test. You know, PSA uh, tests used to be done routinely by physicians as a screening tool to detect prostate cancer early. However, this has fallen out of favor in recent years, mostly due to physicians overreacting to elevated levels and then having patients do unnecessary biopsies or surgeries that really weren't needed. Now, in my opinion, More information is always good, so I do routinely test all men over 40 annually with a PSA test. But, you know, for our practice members, we do those tests for free, and I feel like it's a test worth doing. The real problem with the PSA test is that while it is really good at detecting prostate cancer, it also has a lot of false alarms. So it's been estimated that as many as 9 out of 10 Elevated PSAs do not represent cancer, but something else like an infection or enlargement, as we already discussed. Therefore, if, if every time uh, a physician got an elevated PSA, you sent that man to a specialist like a urologist to get a prostate biopsy, you could actually do more harm than good because uh, prostate biopsies are invasive procedures and they have, their, have side effects of their own. Uh, when an elevated PSA is found, a cautious but not overreactive approach and follow-up can help you catch real cancer as early as possible, while at the same time not leading to excess procedures and biopsies. You know, one of the things that is different about prostate cancer is that in most cases it is very slow-growing. Sometimes it takes 10 years or more to actually cause systemic symptoms throughout the body, even when it's left untreated. Therefore, a 90-year-old man that gets diagnosed with prostate cancer might choose not to treat it aggressively because it might not cause him a problem at all until after he was well over 100. So there are three basic types of treatment for prostate cancer. There's radiation, often with implanted seeds. There's hormonal therapy that's directed at suppressing testosterone growth of the prostate. And then there's surgery to remove the cancer. And surgery is sometimes the only option for younger patients But it can also have lots of consequences, including incontinence and impotence. So, you know, if there's if there's ways to avoid surgery on your prostate, you want to do that. Um, And some of these other options are good. Again, with the long course of prostate cancer, a lot of times people have time to sort of do some watchful waiting. Uh, The other screening test that all men used to dread uh, was the digital rectal exam. Uh, And this test has also recently fallen out of favor because its ability to pick up prostate cancer is really not very good, especially in the absence of an abnormal PSA test or symptoms. 
For this reason, many men now decline it due to the newer recommendations. There is still a place for this test, though, with symptoms or with other abnormal results, but it's not necessary in low-risk men on an annual basis anymore. So I know a lot of my patients were relieved to hear that. <laughs> uh, in some cases, we, uh, you know, we still need to do it, but it's not necessary in uh, all men anymore. Dr. Brian Forrest is a board-certified family physician and CEO of Access Health in Apex. Dr. Forrest, now besides the PSA test, is there any other reason a man should see a physician about their prostate health? Generally, the answer is no. If a man has a slightly enlarged prostate or mild prostatitis and has no symptoms, there's generally not anything necessarily that would need to be done. However, if a man has increasing symptoms of getting up at night, uh, more uh, and having to go to the bathroom more or feeling like they have to go more often or any pain, they absolutely should see a physician. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. When we come back, Dr. Forrest will summarize today's key points about prostate health and have our Access Health Radio's trivia. We're talking on prostate Google. health today on Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. He's also the CEO of Access Health in Apex, and we'd like to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio. Well, one thing that people can do to keep their medical costs down is getting the best possible price on their prescription medications. I actually get some of my own prescription medications from Marley Drug in Winston-Salem because it makes my own out-of-pocket cost lower than if I had used my insurance for generic medications. And thanks to Marley Drug for supporting our show, they securely mail generic medications directly to your home with free shipping at costs that can often be much lower than even if you used your insurance to get that medication at a big box or corner retail pharmacy. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. Now it's time for our Access Health Trivia of the Week. There's a lot of interesting facts about prostate cancer, but I think one of the best ones, and maybe one that will be most reassuring to our audience, is the trivia from this week. And that's that 92% of prostate cancer is actually found when the disease is local or in a regional stage. And for those people, the five-year survival rate uh, is almost 100%. And 98% of those men are still alive after 10 years. And even after 15 years, 96% of men diagnosed with regional or local prostate cancer are still alive. So the nice thing about prostate cancer, if there is one, is that it is a relatively slow-growing cancer in most cases. Uh, so uh, that is reassuring to some degree. Dr. Forrest, what are some of the take-home points about prostate cancer that you would like to emphasize from today's show? Well, whether you are a man or, you know, whether you know a man, uh, prostate health can actually save lives. Um, if you do have symptoms of uh, increased urination or if you notice you're having to get up more at night to go to the bathroom uh, than you used to, then you really ought to see a physician and find out why. Now, if you, if you know that you've increased fluids in your diet dramatically and maybe after dinner you're still having another 20 or 30 ounces of fluid after dinner and, that, and you have a reason to be getting up and going to the bathroom, that's okay. We're talking about, you know, when you're drinking normal amounts of fluid and you really aren't drinking much fluid after 7 p.m. and you're still having to get up in the middle of the night more than once, then you really need to have your prostate checked out. Um, if you have no symptoms 
but you're high risk. Like uh, if you have a family history of prostate cancer or if you're African-American, you should get your PSA checked after you turn 40. Now, if you're low risk and have no symptoms, I would still recommend a PSA test for all men annually over 50. The key is how the test is interpreted and what you do with a slightly elevated level. You want to avoid unnecessary biopsies and procedures, which themselves can be harmful if they're not needed. And lastly, uh, I want to think about prevention a little bit here. A healthy diet in fruits and vegetables, high in omega-3 fats, and a lifestyle that is active and leads to a normal weight are going to be some of the best things you can do to reduce your risk of prostate problems. Uh, don't, don't be somebody who wastes money on unproven supplements. I know there's a lot of supplements out there uh, that proclaim to be the solution for any type of prostate problem or, in fact, even any men's health problem of any type. And it's important to know that none of those have been uh, clinically tested. They're, they're not FDA approved. They've also not been clinically proven to treat, prevent, or cure any type of disease. So really don't, don't get lured into you know, taking something costly that really may not be helping you at all. If you want more information about today's topic on prostate health, or if you have a non-emergent question, you can contact us through accesshealthradio.com. You can also like us on Facebook at Access Health, or you can send an email to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. Make sure you send your contact information. And you can also get an on-demand podcast of today's show at wptf.com. And we'll provide links to that on our landing page. That's at accesshealthradio.com. And if you'd like more information about Dr. Forrest's medical practice in Apex, go to acchealth.com or call 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. Dr. Forrest, a lot of great information today on uh, prostate health. Uh, thanks so much. Oh, you're very welcome. And uh, hopefully, you know, the listeners today will be able to use this information to either improve their own health or if they have men in their lives, maybe they'll be able to bring attention uh, to prostate health and make sure those men are, are getting the care they need. You know, a lot of times uh, men can be stubborn about getting health care and very often want to avoid the doctor at all costs. But if you are a man or if you have men in your life that are having symptoms uh, or men who just don't believe in physicals, because there's some of those out there, uh, and only go into the doctor when they're sick, make sure they're getting uh, all the screening done they can and that they're, they're protecting themselves and keeping their prostate healthy. Our scripture this week comes from Psalm 107-20, New International Version. He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Thanks for listening to Access Health Radio Show this week, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health. Thanks so much, Dr. Brian Forrest. He is the CEO of Access Health and Apex, board-certified family physician. We'll see you next Sunday at 4 right here on WPTF with Access Health Radio.